This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 1, Episode 9. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and handmade entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. On this episode, I will introduce you to Alyssa Choi of Bon Bliss Beauty in San Pedro, California. Alyssa's story is fantastic and really serves to prove that you can have a successful business without having a huge, massive 20-year business plan in place and without quitting your day job entirely. Alyssa started her business with a few products and quickly downsized to just one available in 12 cents. As time passed, she added another product and again in the same scent. And then a little bit more time passed and she added a third product. So there's a lesson right there. Don't have too many products in your line. Alyssa and I drive this point home in our conversation. You'll also hear her trade show secrets, well, some of them, and learn a bit about how her business model is structured. Finally, for those of you longing to be in business with your spouse, you'll get a taste of how Alyssa and her husband manage that as well. This is an inspiration-packed show, so buckle up. We cover a lot of ground here. You can get a summary and the resource links for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash nine. I'll be right back with Alyssa Choi. Elissa Choi at Bon Bliss, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Donna Maria. How are you? I'm great. Now, where are you as we talk today? Um, today, I'm in my home office in San Pedro, California, which is just south of LA. It's near the LA Harbor. Now, Elissa, in addition to Bon Bliss, you also have a traditional job. So tell us a little bit about what your traditional job is and, and how you got into your own business at Bon Bliss. Um, well, I'm a dental hygienist for the last 13 years. I work about two to three days a week, and um, I love what I do, and I don't want to give it up. Um, I got into the business of um, body care just on accident. Um, I love to and, and, and spend a lot of money on other beauty products, and um, packaging is everything. And um, I was just attracted to the fact of developing a line um, that would be everything that I would purchase. So um, I played around with some cocoa and shea butter that I got from a friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I found um, doing some online searches, I found that there was a whole world of handmade beauty products and um, fragrances and colors and such things like that. And um, we just started playing around. My husband and I started to play around with some recipes that we um, would find online and on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And it took us about nine months to find something that we th- thought we liked and then another six months to perfect it. And everything is just, I mean, at bonblissbeauty.com, everything is so colorful. I mean, it's like screaming color off the screen. And so, so tell us what your main products are. Um, our main products are 
the scrub to goes, which are little candy wrapped scrubs that look like sugar cubes. They're wrapped in little candy uh, wrappers, and they come in a little tin that are meant that are designed so that you can keep the whole tin in your purse, and you can always have your little piece of um, solid scrub to uh, use on the go. Mm -hmm. I always tell people you can use it when you're at work. You can use it when you're on a date. You can use it when you're just mm -hmm. out and about and need a little. Um, you know, refreshing yourself. And they're great for traveling too, like when you go overseas or anywhere. Okay, so I have to ask you this because I'm looking at them on your website now. Has anybody ever opened one up and stuck it in their mouth and thought it was candy? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't, I've had people tell me that their so-and-so, their grandpa or somebody did um, <laughs> eat one. And um, at our shows that we do, we have a tin opened up um, on each, you know, for each of the 12 fragrance that we have. Uh -huh. And some people think they're samples and they'll just come by and pick one up and either take it with them and eat it, you know, on the way as they're right. walking away as they're <laughs> opening it up or they'll eat it in front of me. And sometimes I stop them and sometimes I don't. I, uh, you know, oh, <laughs> it depends on how rude they are. <laughs> they really, really, right. It, they really, really are pretty. And then also there's the moisturizing body truffles. Is that like a single use as well? Correct. Now, um, we started off with the scrub to goes and a lot of people asked us, you know, about using it on their body. And um, yeah, you could, but you'd have to open so many up and it would be expensive. So um, just from the customer feedbacks, we came up with a larger size and um, wrapped it like chocolate. So those are identical in formulation. They do the same thing. Um, they're just packaged in a different way. So they're just larger and um, larger in size. This for is the full body. awesome. So you have essentially one one formula in 12 varieties packaged two different ways. Correct. I and, love the simplicity uh, of that. And it's just, it's, it is. it's great. And so one idea came first and then it naturally sort of organically led to the other one. Cor that's correct. And then we, then that naturally led to another product which we call the scoopables and the scoopables are not on our website because those are only for professional use mm -hmm. um we do a lot of spa trade shows and um the estheticians the spa owners they loved the product but and they wanted to incorporate it somehow into their services so what we ended up creating um was just the powder form it's identical mm -hmm. it's just a different form again and it's mm -hmm. Uh, sold in a just a one pound pou uh, pouch bag mm -hmm. and they can use it a little amount for a manicure they can oh. use a little bit more for a pedicure or they can use a lot more for a body scrub so that gives them flexibility as to what they're going to use it for uh -huh. rather than purchasing at wholesale price the actual body truffle to use on a person in their service right. that just all the money's in the packaging so that's why we're trying to help yes uh, cut down on that Right, right. So so you have two different audiences, obviously, then you have the spas, yes. and then you have the retail customers, like me, who are drawn in by this gorgeous website that you have here. Um, yes. And you know, it's funny, because, you know, we've been talking for a few minutes, and it sounds like we've just been talking about your products. But I, I want our listeners to make sure that they hear what we're doing is really describing an innovative process that has unfolded for you when you you didn't see all of this coming you had one product and then right. you figured out as you went along based on customer feedback how you could expand in a way that didn't tax you too much and was really something that when you add something to your line it's something people are already asking for so you're not even taking as big a chance 
That's correct. That is, it's been such, um, you learn so much from interacting directly with customers mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. do that by doing shows, mm-hmm. um, you know, different trade shows or even craft shows. And um, I mm-hmm. think it's such a better gauge on what people like and don't like about your product than mm-hmm. to just sell it on the website and hope for someone to write some kind of review or feedback because right. people like to talk. They, they and do and they and they share good things they want they want their friends to have a good life and when they discover right. something fun they want to share it so let's let, let's go back a little bit and let me ask you like you you, you originally started with the cubed scrubs and I'm, I'm, they were great I'm sure they were beautiful like they are now but how did you decide you know I mean at that time if you were a full-time um, Uh, Yeah. So so did you just say, well, I'm just going to go part time and I'm going to sell all these scrubs. I mean, how did you how did you make that transition? What what was that part of your story like? I think we were just being so crazy. We just wanted we got so excited about the whole idea (laughs) and we just wanted to do so much. Um, We uh, during that period when we found this world of um, handcrafted beauty products, Mm -hmm. uh, skincare and body care. Um, I discovered soap making and I had never heard about, um, I had never known that there were handmade soaps out there. I just thought you buy whatever soap that they sold at the the drugstore or the supermarket. So I, I was, you know, I started to join all these Facebook groups that had, you know, about soaping and I would just be so inspired about with all the creativity and the, um, and the process. So I Googled and found this, um, soaping studio in, you know, near San Diego and I signed up and I spent two and a half hours each way, uh, two days a week for about, I think five weeks Mm -hmm. (laughs) going and taking soaping classes. So I really didn't actually start with the scrubs. I started with soap and and, and I, I made, um, I made soap, but they all look like cupcakes mm-hmm. or um, cake slices. And then we threw in some body uh, bath bombs that look like cupcake. And then we also had our little scrubs, just the scrub to goes, the candy wrapped ones. Um, with that, plus some bath salts, we decided to start doing um, weekend, um, not craft shows, but like little beauty events. There's a lot of, you know, being in LA, we have a lot of, lot of little, um, events that are uh, geared towards, you know, fashion and beauty. Women come out here to shop and drink and just have a good time. And so we decided to try some of those out and we had really great feedback and that in turn inspired us and motivate us to do even more of the show. So we just kind of said, who cares, you know, who cares if we work four or five days, let's just go do this on the weekend. It's only the weekend. It's only one or two days. And we weren't doing it every weekend at that time. It was like once every maybe two or three months. So, you know, it gave us, um, it, it was just something for us to look forward to. And they're the, those customers are the ones that inspired us and motivated us to, um, to go into the spa industry and you know we had no idea we would get such great feedback from it and so um we were having so many people ask us do you do wholesale do you do wholesale and we didn't even really know what that was at the time right and um so we kind of grew from that direction is what helped us um, move into this direction that we're going so my main business is actually wholesale Mm -hmm. Um, I do retail also uh, mostly through shows I don't do too much through my website but um but I think it's, uh, you know, it's important to 
um, promote to the general public and then also to the spa industry because that's who we want to sell to um, because, you know, we get the products. We will hit a bigger market by um, selling wholesale, I think, because, you know, we're in some big spas and they have their own customers that my product is being exposed to. So um, I'm kind of playing to I'm, I'm a manufacturer um, that sells not only retail but also wholesale but yeah. I, and we yeah. we guide a lot of our customers to our retailers too so that you know that creates business it, it makes my product it helps my product move when I can guide them to the locations that they can purchase instead of paying shipping online right and, and, I, and that's okay right. for me well and it, and it certainly is nice that um someone like me who's in North Carolina and you're in in California can go on the internet and buy your products at retail if they're not sold in my area. So, and I was going to ask you about that too. You, you sell retail online, obviously you Mm -hmm. do. um, You said you do a few shows that are geared toward, uh, you know, consumers, but mostly Mm -hmm. you're doing wholesale shows and trade shows. What, what is that division like for you? It's like half and half, 75, 25. What, what is that business model like? Um, we actually do, I think, six. Um, Percentage-wise, based on the number of shows, I'd say it's wholesale shows are only really about 40% of my um, show mm-hmm. marketing. Um, I do a lot of smaller retail and, and consumer or end-user shows. Um, but dollar wise, it's my wholesale business that is more of an income than my retail. There you go. And do do you find that when you do the retail shows where the consumers are that you get a lot of your really good feedback and, you know, like on the ground, here's what real people are saying about our products. And does that help you make them better for your spa customers? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, you know, we learn a lot about different scents, um, through, our retail customers, what they like. Mm-hmm. Um, on my wholesale customers, I get more feedback on packaging, mm. like what it looks like on the shelf, because right. I'm competing against big name brands. Um, also on application, you know, um, the problems that they have. Uh, one right. of the big things that they tell me is that they love the idea of of um, being um, that a little bit goes a long way because in the industry uh, with especially with the nail spas nail spas they use too much and since the person the technician or the manicures that's using it is usually not the person paying for it they don't care so in the way that we've has it, we have it developed they can pre-portion the amount so this is the amount that they're going to use for a manicure and this is the amount that they're going to use for a pedicure and they're they can't deviate from that or that's the way they're trying to do it so that it helps them with cost control too oh that is such a nice idea you know it makes i was i was having a a pedicure not too long ago and i remember i felt like i was being gypped on the scrub and i said could you put some more in there and she did but now i'll think twice before i ask that again because i, I wasn't thinking along those lines how selfish of me but um but that's so well, you're great for it, it's different well yeah i guess that's true but you know i i just love what you're doing because your your products you know they look awesome and you know anything can look awesome but what you're describing is not only a product that looks great, but you're sharing the, you know, the back end of how it all works together. And, and, you know, the quilt that goes on behind the covering, you know, that, um, that, that makes everything work. Now, when you say the word we, as you describe how your business works, you're talking about your husband. So I want to ask you, how 
did it come about that your husband started working with you? Um, he worked with me at the show, um, you know, at the events. I think we did we, we did our first trade show, and he really had no idea what to do. He's not a huge, um, I mean, he's social, but it takes a bit for him to get warmed up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think he was intimidated by the, the caliber of the show. It was a huge, I think there's like 40,000 people and they're, you know, professional spa people. And he has no, you know, he doesn't know anything about the industry. So right. he was just there to physically help me. You know, we do demos at our booth. So, you know, it's about, you know, getting water, throwing, taking the way the dirty right. water. away. Um, so between those times, he didn't know what to do. He didn't want to talk to people because it scared him. Um, so he watched me do demos and, um, there were people waiting to speak to me about wholesale. So he said, you go, you go, um, I'll go do the demos. You go talk to them. And, um, he had been listening to the way I was describing and, um, walking the process, you know, you, how to use the scrubs. Um, and you know, he picked it up and he's just started to do all the demos. There was a line forming and there mm-hmm. was a, uh, with the demos and then there was a line forming for people to purchase, um, mm-hmm. you know, just touch and carry versus, and t- to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I think because his, that the doing the demo is so task specific, like he doesn't have to think about what mm-hmm. to do. He just does it. Mm-hmm. It was easy for him. And mm-hmm. so that kind of became his job. And he has, I mean, we've been doing this almost three years. Um, and he has been, he's, uh, found, mm-hmm different things that work better yeah. and he's really made the improvements in making our uh the experience during the demo just to be really great and uh-huh. he's better at it than I am I don't like doing demos anymore <laughs> that that is so wonderful that you have you, you know created this business I mean did you have a business plan when you got started no I, I I mean honestly I don't even have a business plan now it's all in my head which is terrible I know but I haven't had time well to I mean y- y- you sort you say that and then I kind of know what you mean but you know I'm sure you have your shows planned for next year your trade shows and stuff so oh, yeah. you know and that that is a business plan I, I don't mean like a big huge notebook with three ring okay. binders and stuff but but that's what's so um awesome and inspiring about this is that um, you, you know, you started something and you, you have ideas in your head and they're very well executed. Um, but, but you're also being flexible and sort of allowing the path to open up before you in a natural way. And that's illustrated, it sounds to me like from how you and your husband have worked together, because that was definitely not planned, right? No, it wasn't planned at all. He was just supposed to be my physical labor guy. <laughs> right, right. And now, and now he's the one that does most of the manufacturing. Yes, um, he started to help me. Um, you know, like I said, the, mm-hmm. the cupcake, the bath bombs that we used to do and the soaping, it took a lot of my time and um, there was no way I could do everything myself. So, right. he, you know, I had him, I, I would make the scrubs and show him how to do it. And then um, he he was doing that while I was working on something else because mm-hmm. I didn't really trust him to do the soap or the bath bomb part. And um, he got really good at it. He works very efficiently. Um, and, uh, we just, you know, by the time we decided that we're going to focus just on the scrubs because the soaps and the bath bombs weren't selling as well. And Mm -hmm. it was just a lot of effort for really nothing. Right. Uh, we decided to just, um, focus on that. And, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure exactly how it became all him. (laughs) You know what I I remember? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's great though. And, and I love that, um, you know, you don't, it, it's, it's, it's turned out that way. And, and that's something that's really, really inspiring. Um, 
inspiring to see. And you have a child, right? You have a son. I have an 11 year old son. He's in okay. So you started doing all this after your son was born. Amazing. Amazing. So you have such an eye for color and everything that you do is just so focused and so, so lovely. And you're doing some rebranding things right now too. What, what tips can you pass along to our listeners about rebranding? I mean, we, we, I hear this question a lot, whether it's changing a name or changing packaging, because you have to up level because your customers, you know, or maybe if you have, if you have wholesale customers, they want the packaging to be better. What are some of your tips um, that you're learning as you go through a rebranding right now that you can share with other makers. Okay. Um, when I created the, when I created or came up with the name Bond Bliss, um, you know, I did my typical, what I think most people do. We look to see if there was a domain name available. We checked the U.S. Um, patent attorney's website to make sure that there wasn't a name already registered. And I Googled the name and nothing really came up that was anything like my product or even in the um, same category. So um, I did have an attorney uh, apply for the uh, for the trademark mm-hmm. and everything went through. It, um, we then it came to the 30 day opposition period and I had a major brand oppose it. So mm. um, luckily, I mean, timing is everything. Luckily, right. I was I was planning on changing my packaging to make it nicer, make it more upscale anyways. But what was great is that I didn't invest the tens of thousands of dollars or thousands of dollars into the packaging and then have this problem after. So Mm. I'm, you know, this is like maybe two weeks before I was going to place my order uh, where I got the notification. So uh, what we decided was um, we came to an agreement to, um, you know, try to stick with something similar to my current name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to do the whole rebranding, but uh, we're not starting on the rebranding until we know for sure that this trademark, uh, the new trademark application will go through and no one's going to oppose it. Um, it's, you know, a lot of wasted money. Um, my attorney, what happened was when I chose the new name, um, you know, I didn't find anything similar to it, but she was able to locate a name similar plus it was in the same category and we didn't Mm. want to have to go through this again next time yes so um we did try to contact them to see if we can do like a coexisting agreement but Mm -hmm. they never got back to us so what i've done is (laughs) that would be no (laughs) yeah (laughs) well we didn't tell we didn't disclose why we were contacting them Mm -hmm. we just asked them to contact us to discuss some things but Mm -hmm. um but it, uh, but we never heard from them. No phone call, no any nothing. And we were not sure if they're still in business because mm-hmm. um, their Facebook page has no activity for the last couple of years and and things like that. But um, so instead, we decided to go ahead and um, go ahead and file in what we call an intent to use application. Okay. okay. And it's just um, to make sure that it's accepted through the trademark office. And mm-hmm. then at that point, if nobody opposes it, then we will um, use it officially. Um, then and what we're doing is because our um, main business or our focus is to sell to spa the spa industry um, we want to make the packaging more upscale looking we want to justify the pricing of the products and um, you know just we, we just want it to look better to m- look right. more valuable um, I, I, I get I get you and so from from your story I'm hearing that um you know, go ahead and get your trademark totally cleared and registered as early as possible. Because as you say, when you're ready to up level your packaging, 
you definitely don't want to spend all that money to make everything pretty and then get a trademark problem <laughs> down right. down the road. And, and it and it's so worth the investment to use an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a great one where they specialize in beauty care and um, the and they cater to small businesses too. So, I mean, they have large businesses such as OPI and Moroccan oil, but they also help small Indies like us. Good. Um, But it's, it's amazing. You know, it's not all about the money. It's so worth the investment because they will help you save money in the long run. Yes. 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 Such, such good advice. And so um, you're going to be finishing up that rebranding. You think that'll be like a 2015 thing? It will be 2015. I should know by February whether mm-hmm. this trade goes through or not. And right. then once it does, then the whole packaging. I I pray that it does because I don't know what the heck I'm going to do if it doesn't go through. <laughs> okay, well, we're just going to claim it right here on the Indie Business Podcast that it's going to go through. So, Alyssa, okay. tell us a little bit about how you choose which trade shows to do. All right. Um, my main the reason why we chose trade shows versus going just retail like gift shows is because I don't, we don't think that solid scrubs is a huge, um, it's not known to the general public as big as lush is. There's still a lot of people who don't know who, who lush is, uh, believe it or not. Um, so what we decided to do is our products do not sell just sitting on the shelf. Mm-hmm. because people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. They might mistake it for candy or chocolate also. So um, yes. instead, what we decided to do is focus on um, and read on people who will use the products mm-hmm. where people, where clients or customers can experience the products. So mm-hmm. if we market to the nail industry, which we have done or which we still do, um, if they use it in their manicures and pedicures, the customer is experiencing the scent, the yeah. feel, you know, and and then if the salon is retailing it, they can see the retail, the the packaging too. So right. um, they can see the overall picture. So we, for us, it was really important that don't just sit it on, let leave it on your shelf. It won't sell. Use it yeah. on your customers. If you're not going to use it on your customers, like if in a hair salon, we do have some people that is in a hair salon, uh, sell it in a hair salon. Obviously, they're not going to get some type of service that's going to use the scrubs. So they leave leave it out in their restroom with a sign that shows them, you know, tells them how to use it and where they. They can buy it at mm-hmm. um, or that they have it available for purchase so right. it was really important for people to uh, do some yeah. type of sampling or demo that is such an interesting point and I, I want to pause there for a second because this is this is not necessarily intuitive because your products are beautiful they are shiny they're pretty their colors are nice they smell good And what you're saying is that that's not enough depending on the product. That is so smart because because now that you know that, you can Mm -hmm. go to trade shows where they have professionals, whoever they are, that will somehow allow their customers to see that product in use. Right. And not just buying it because it looks nice on the shelf. Right. And we do the same thing at our shows, whether it's, um, well, and we, we use that as a, as a point at our trade shows, we tell the people that try it, we say, see, had you just walked by and looked at it and you know, everybody says, Oh my gosh, it smells so good. It's so cute. And then they walk away. But if they try the demo, you it's almost automatically sells itself. So that's, you know, that's something that we 
remind mm -hmm. them, you know, had you not tried this, you may not have purchased this. So that's why it's really important for us to have you, you know, do this too. And um, when they open a wholesale order, we always give them a free bag of the scrubs just so that they can, we make sure that they're going to do that. Right, right. And and I love that, you, that you're describing that um, because it's such a valuable piece of information for people who might be thinking that it's gorgeous, it must sell. And that's just not right. not necessarily not. the case. Yeah. No. So Alyssa, how do you use um, on, on the on the flip side when you're uh, trying to appeal to consumers? How do you use social media to engage customers and promote your brand? Oh, gosh, social media. As much as I'm on Facebook, I don't like doing that part <laughs> for my business. Um, I used to have someone who that I hired to handle all my social social media. But um, in the last, I think it was in August, um, um, things weren't working out. So um, mm -hmm. right now, I don't have anyone um, that's handling it. I just kind of do it sporadically um, on my own. Um, but I know it's really important important and mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. what I decided to do is that once I'm ready to go forward and launch my rebrand that's when I'll have a new official um, someone a company to handle that part of my business but right now I just feel like because my husband and I do everything on our own I, he he does all the physical work I do all the paperwork the 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 um, branding the all the different ideas and dealing with the orders. Mm -hmm. I do all that. So mm -hmm. I feel like, um, as much, as much as uh, social media is important, I don't want to put too much energy into that mm -hmm. because if I'm going to be rebranding anyways, I'll right. make the investment at that time to do it then. So right. Right. And right that, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, sometimes that's what we do. And, and, you know, as entrepreneurs, actually, that's what we do a lot. <laughs> we, we, whether it's social media or something else, and there's times when we have to go without and I understand that I've had to let go of people sometimes and, you know, just cringe and say, Okay, well, that just won't be done for the next few months, it just won't happen. Right. Um, and we always manage to get through. Um, and, and so that's a good, um, a good note to leave people with, as well. And so what is it like to work with your husband as closely as you do? Oh, wow. Um, it's got some good and some bad. We go through, <laughs> we go through mm -hmm. all the, uh, gosh, the, um, you know, I think we, we can definitely spend way too much time together. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it, we've been together for 22 years. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that wow. makes it even, but we also work really well together. Yeah. We bounce ideas together. We argue a lot, but, mm -hmm. um, but it's, it, it's not like an argument. It's more of a debate. Right. And um, it opens our eyes to, you know, the way that they're thinking versus how, um, what mm -hmm. might be you know, what the way that I might be thinking. So, um, it's about compromising. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I think, um, I feel like, you know, we have different views. Um, mm -hmm. he's more frugal guy and I'm more of like to spend money on nice things. So, mm -hmm. um, there's some conf conflict there, but, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and that's all about compromise. Yeah. And, and I love that you said that too, because of course, the, you know, we're, we're, everybody's different. So, um, that there are going to be those sorts of things. Do, do you find that, um, do you like have written things down? Like this is your job and this is my job. And so you have sort of job description type things to kind of make things clear 
Do you do anything no. like that? No. Okay. We you just don't. kind of know what you're supposed to do. We just verbally take um, territories. <laughs> and that's great. So that's not my job. That's your job. <laughs> well, and, and it's wonderful but, when, when things can work together that way. What does your son think of all this? Oh, boy. My, my son used to love it. He used to want to be, you know, he'd help us with little things. And um, mm-hmm. But at this point, as he's getting to be, you know, he's preteen, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he cares for it so much. First of all, it's girly. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we go to shows, he does go to a lot of the shows with us. But mm-hmm. um, some of the shows, I think his classmates from school are starting to show up, mm-hmm. girls, and I think he's embarrassed. So, um, you know, if it's too girly, we try to, you know, leave him with family and not mm-hmm. have to you know, have him deal with it. But I like taking him to the shows. Not only does he help me with, like, running credit cards and, you know, doing, you know, grabbing me, you know, grabbing us food, right. uh, things like that. But it, I think it's really important that it opens his eyes to so many other business types, business, um, businesses out there and how yes. creative, the creativity that that's out there and that you can really do anything you want. Um, yeah. you just have to have the motivation and the, um, the will to do it. So mm-hmm. I like him being exposed to that. Great. And Great I lessons. Think as he gets older, he'll, he'll appreciate that. And, oh um, yes. I'm sure he will. Wonderful lessons to to teach our, the next generation that um, because they're really growing up in a world that's very different from, you know, the, the one before them where you could like put out a resume and pro- probably right. get a job. It's going to be very different for him when he grows up. And I'm sure that he'll remember these times. And I'm kind of glad, I don't know, misery loves company a little bit. I'm so glad you said that he used to be, you know, more turned on by it because I have um, tweens now and they would get really excited about mommy's business. And now they're kind of like, Oh God, whatever. (laughs) So now I don't feel so badly anymore. I don't take that personally. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So I have an 11 and a 13 year old. So I kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. So Alyssa, what, what words of encouragement can you offer to anybody out there who's thinking about starting any kind of maker business, not, not necessarily in the beauty industry, but what's, what three tips can you offer for someone of encouragement in, um, in the world today who wants to start a business of their own? Um, well, you definitely have some, you have to have confidence. You can't, um, self doubt. You have to just you know, have confidence in yourself and in the business and in the product. Um, just focus on it and commit to it. Don't let people, um, there's a lot of, you know, little chatters that come into your, um, mind that might be negative that will, you know, bring you down, but Mm -hmm. you just have to focus on what your goals are and, um, really, you know, go from there. And I I think it's really important to listen to your customers. Um, they're going to tell you, let you know what they want, um, don't try to be like everyone else and find your niche. Um, mm-hmm. One of the big things is it takes money to make money. So yeah. invest where it counts, like, yeah. you know, classes and seminars, um, mm-hmm. packaging, uh, legal services, you know, things yes. like that. Becoming a member of a supporting group such as IBN, um, you have to you know, you have to, I know a lot of people say, well, I don't have money for that right now. Well, a business takes money. So you need Mm -hmm. to, you know, set aside money to make the right investments. And I think it's really important. That's Um, that's a good point. And it's, it's a hard one. And I think once people get that point um, that you just mentioned, the overall point of investing 
and investing in yourself and investing in your business is an investment in your future profits. It's almost like once they see that happen a couple of times, they go, Oh, okay. And then it becomes a little bit easier to, um, to part with that money because you know that if you're making a good investment, it's going to come back to you several fold. Um, yeah. So that's a good point to make too. One of the things that I, um, forgot to mention when we were talking about shows that I think is important is if you can do demos with your products, do it. I like, you know, just like my product won't sell sitting on the shelves at show, uh, at a store, mm-hmm. my product won't sell sitting at the, sh- at, at our booth at the shows either if I don't do a demo. So mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, um, bring them in, have them product, product, mm-hmm. um, you know, some way, one way or another, we have a built-in sink at our booth. Mm-hmm. Um, an idea my husband came out with um but anything works whatever you can manage but you know you want um people to experience not just the product itself but the overall you know like you said our products are very colorful so that draws them to our booth they say what is that um the scent we have our bestseller mango sorbet that we use as our demos and it people it's funny because i don't even smell it anymore but Mm -hmm. people will say oh my god i smell this as soon as I came into the, the into the hall or something, right, you know, right. and they were like sniffing their way, looking for where the smell is coming from. <laughs> so, um, you know, people say, oh, you should go take your product to X hotel or, you know, this hotel or something and show them this. And I say, you know, I don't like to do that type of marketing. I want them to come and find me. Mm-hmm. I want them to experience the whole visual and mm-hmm. this, you know, use all their senses when mm-hmm. they see the product because I think it's easier for me to sell it to them that way than for me to take in a mm-hmm. gift bag and show them what product I have. So, so demo, such... demo, demo. Yeah, you know, and, and if we could stay with that just for a second because you brought it up. I love that point. You know, we always, um, you know, at IBN, I mean, you know, the kind of great discussions and motivational, encouraging, learning, sharing discussions we have, you know, make sure that you're not just like standing at your booth smiling, you know, have... And, and and not even really just inviting people over just to see your stuff, invite them over to experience it right. for themselves. Exactly. And that is what, you know, no matter what store I go into, now that I'm thinking of this, because you just said it, um, I, I went to, um, I can't even remember the name of the store, but they had a little sink set up with all of the a big mirrors and everything. And they had hair color, like temporary hair color that you actually put on your hair with a little mascara wand looking thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I looked at it, you know, and I never would have tried it. I never would have Mm -hmm. bought it if I hadn't tried it. So there were these three ladies standing around me putting with a mascara wand, this pink hair color in my hair. And it was like $31. And did I buy it? Yes. Because... (laughs) Alyssa, I can't even try it. I can't even find it now. It's just, just, but it was so much fun. And that experience of having these people, you know, show me something new and exciting that turned my hair pink for a day was really, I wanted to, I wanted to take that fun home with me. And I love that you mentioned that because if it could happen to me, it could happen to anyone. So what Alyssa said, show people how it works, let them experience it, let them see it fizz and scrub and smell and bubble up and everything and you have so much more of an opportunity to sell it and you don't have to say anything you don't you just i mean it really it almost sells itself once i mean the only thing that might be 
you know, I mean, I don't think our product is expensive, but there might be people that think that it's too much for what they're getting. Mm -hmm. So that's why um, I, you know, I mean, there's people who surprise that they come and do the demo and she goes, does everyone who do demos buy? And I said, no, she's like, you're kidding me. Why wouldn't they buy this? Right. I said, well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Something's wrong with them. <laughs> yes, but, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but really that is the main thing. And all you have to do is the, the what I, I mean, I make it sound like it's so obvious, but really, you just have to think of yourself being the customer. Mm -hmm. If you didn't try this, would you buy it? No, I wouldn't. If you didn't try it and you just saw the price, would you think it was expensive? Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, yeah. there's so much um, and putting ideas in their head, you know, yeah. it's not just a scrub. Like, why would people go and just use scrub on the go? Like, that doesn't make sense. But right. once they try it, they realize what it feels like and what it can do. And I say, you know what? You can freshen up, you know, the, you know when you're at a movies or on a right. date and you're going to go to the restroom, you're going to wash your hands anyways. Use one of these. It'll be soft. You'll smell good. It's a nice way to refresh yourself. So, you know, if you yeah. smoke, this is a nice, you know, you go wash your hands. You, you know, it's like a way to get rid of some of that smoke smell. Um, you have to just kind of throw it out there because a lot of people can't think for themselves. Oh gosh, that, you know? is, that is you, such a really good point too. And I know we have to wrap things up and I'm already wondering, are there any smokers trade shows? Like are there stores that sell cigars <laughs> I, and sure stuff? Is, because we've never been to I know, one. but this is like what you're describing though. It's like, it's like, it's an innovative thought to consider that if there was a trade show for cigars or cigarettes or whatever, you would probably be the only person in the whole hall selling anything like this. And I don't if I, I know, it's just you think about, you know, it's a it's a marketing idea. And that's what we all just and that's why it's so great to have these kinds of conversations with other entrepreneurs, because you never know where they're going to end up. But how many other people have ever done that I don't know and now that you said it I'm like wow it would be the perfect application for a product like yours because I know I my husband and I had dinner at a restaurant not too long ago and we could tell that the server was a smoker because we could see you know well, we could kind of see a little bit but we could smell it on her hands when she put the food on the table and so restaurants you know it's like yeah. so your server Oh my goodness, we're creating a whole different business model for you. I don't want to right, do that, right. but but what fun. And maybe the conversation will spark some ideas for someone else. I love this. I love your products. They're wonderful. Thank I love you. the inspiration that you share working with your husband and also just showing us that we can have one idea and it can lead to another and another. And then also that we can still keep our job. How's yeah. your like everything in one show? <laughs> this I, is great. I work seven days a week, but I'm okay with that. I love what I do on both ends. And I'm just one of those lucky ones that's found something that I love. So. Well, we are lucky too, that we get to talk with you and hear some of your story and the tips and ideas that you share. Everyone go to bondblissbeauty.com. I guarantee you will want to click at least a hundred times and, and see all the colors and Look at all the fragrances that are available. She's also on Twitter and Facebook. And then, of course, stay tuned. We're, we're going to update you um, when the time comes, when that rebranding is done. So, Alyssa, we're going to have you back and have you talk a little bit more about that experience and in introduce it to everyone later on. Will you come back? That would be awesome. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much for joining us. Alyssa Choi at bonblissbeauty.com. Check it out, everyone. Thanks, Alyssa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alyssa Choi at 
Bond Bliss Beauty. And if you enjoyed this episode of the Indie Business Podcast, won't you share a little bit of the love? Just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. And if you're logged into Twitter, all you have to do is click one time and you'll automatically send a message out to your fans and friends just letting them know that you listen to our podcast and you enjoy it. I hope that's not too much to ask for the great information and inspiration we share here with you. It really does help us to get a boost in the iTunes rankings and also just allow us to spread the word a little bit more about what great things creative entrepreneurs are doing nationwide. And, you know, if you'd like to see a particular guest on our show or if you have a topic that you'd like for us to discuss, please let us know. Just go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com and click on the contact link link right there in our website and send us a message and let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to give you what you want us to give you. It's a pleasure to be able to do that. So please let us know what we can do to serve you better. I'll see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder and create the life you love. <music>